Hey, seasoned athletes, I'm Robin Leggett, and this is episode 47 of the Seasoned Athlete Podcast. This is your home for inspiring stories and motivational advice from competitive athletes representing a wide variety of sports who all share one common bond. They are all over 40 years old. We're here to prove one story at a time that age does not have to prevent you from achieving your bold athletic and fitness goals. To learn more about this podcast and see show notes from this or any episode, visit seasonedathlete.me. And if you like what you hear, I would love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Once again, I'm here with an interview I recorded at the Spartan Podfest last September at the Squaw Valley Resort in Lake Tahoe. This week, I'm sharing my interview with Olympian Rod Dixon. I just want to take a moment to share some of Rod's many accomplishments. He's an Olympic bronze medalist and won the 1983 New York City Marathon in one of the most dramatic finishes the race has ever seen. Rod Dixon's additional triumphs include winning the national 1500 meter titles of New Zealand, France, USA, and Great Britain, running the fifth fastest 1500 meter of all time in 1974 at the Christchurch Commonwealth Games, a fourth place finish at the 5000 meter at the 1976 Montreal Olympics, victories at the Philadelphia Distance Classic in 1980 and 1981, and course record times, victories at the Examiner Beta Breakers Road Race in San Francisco in 1982 and 1983, also in course record time, and a 10th place finish at the 1984 Los Angeles Olympics Marathon. Now, I share all of Rod's amazing running stats now because, well, he doesn't talk much about himself in this interview. Instead, we go in depth about his current passion, getting kids running through his kids marathon program. This is a great listen if you have kids and want to get them active or like the idea of running with your kids as a method of exercise and bonding. So it's a little different than our normal seasoned athlete episode, but it's a really fun interview and he's just such a dynamic speaker. So I look forward to sharing this with you. Without further ado, here is my interview with running legend Rod Dixon. Hi, Rod. How are you doing today? I'm just brilliant. Fantastic. I love that. That's a great way to be. Uh, Rod Dixon, welcome to the Seasoned Athlete Podcast. Well, it's certainly great to be here and it's fabulous to be up here in Squaw Valley, you know, the uh, the home of the 1960, 1960 Olympic Games. (laughs) As opposed to what other 1960s? Well, I was born in 1950. Wow. Yeah. So So, uh, let's talk about that. The the first question I always ask is what is your age at this moment in time? Right now, I'm 68 years old, and um, I live uh, in the Pacific. You know, I I, uh, spend my time between New Zealand and California and um, have uh, kids running all over the world. So it's tell me about fabulous. that. What is uh, Rod Dixon's Kids Marathon? Yeah. Tell me about that. Well, it's uh, it's the challenge for kids to run a marathon. I mean... Um, That's pretty straightforward. They, yeah, and they, they do it over 10 weeks in school, and uh, they run 25.2 miles, and where we have a school district or a program, they uh, will go to the local high school track or an event, you know, it might be a 5K or 10K, where the kids run their final mile of their marathon, and that's when they get their medal and their T-shirt. So they have to train for 10 weeks believing that they're going to accomplish this thing. And so it's more about finishing is winning. Winning is finishing. And the kids know most kids all over the world know the story of the hare and the tortoise. Mm-hmm. And so they're happy to be the tortoise in elementary school. And I'm happy for them to feel that way because I want them to participate. It's not about winning. Mm-hmm. That comes later. And it will come later into middle school and high school. 
but effectively we've got to get kids moving. They were born to move. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, just the, the mere act of getting them on their feet, out and moving yeah. and doing something that they probably never would have thought yep. to do otherwise. And it's amazing when you when you get the kids starting and you, it, and often some schools will say, look, you know, we're going to do a, a little pilot program with about 30 kids. Now, when those kids come on Monday morning and show the school their medals, the whole school wants to do it. because <laughs> Everyone loves a medal. Yeah. They all want. And then they find out what they've got to do to earn it. You know, you just don't, you're you just, just not don't given it. it. Yeah. You make it the old, you get it the old fashioned way. You earn it. Right. And, earn and, and kids connect. And suddenly now they're going out there and enjoying their runs. And I say, yeah, walk run. Walk run. You don't have. Mm-hmm. I said, if you can walk down to that first corner and then you jog across that corner and then you can walk down to this corner. And I said, you figure out how you feel about what you're doing. And slowly but surely the kids will say to their family, I can now run right around the school once without stopping. And they're beaming with pride, right? And they're excited. Yeah. yeah. It's fabulous. And I love it because um, they, what, what it does is it really, they, they, they figure out that, you know, they feel better for it. And then the teacher figures out, oh, I'm getting better attention from my kids. How about that? How about that? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, some of the schools will tell me uh, that the kids that are in the run program, on average, have higher test scores than the kids that are not. Yeah. So it's working, but it doesn't go, it's not going to happen in, in, in two weeks, three weeks. It's going to take a period. And a lot of schools now have run club, mm-hmm. which is a 40-week program and so they train for the kids marathon get their they get their medal and then they go and they train again and they run a one mile time trial to see whether they can run faster than what they did at the beginning of the year and then some of the schools actually have cross country and they uh, some of my schools in Burbank uh, the local horse people bring hay bales to the school and the kids run around and jump over the hay bales. So they love that obstacle kind of uh, uh, challenge. And that's why I am here, here at Spartan, to talk to Spartan. I said, what about us having an in-school obstacle course racing program? How cool would that be? Because one day it's going to be in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And who knows, it could be It could be as early as 2028 as a full Olympic sport. Well, that's here in Los Angeles. Mm. So I said the kids could start training immediately. So that's the idea. Get them moving through the run club, the running program, and get them then starting to learn skills of running, jumping, and the soccer coaches, I've got to tell you, the soccer coaches are unbelievable. The soccer coaches will tell me, Dixon, we love your running program because all the kids in the run program score the goals in the last quarter. They have the best endurance. Exist endurance. (laughs) And then I say, well, do you know why, coach, soccer coach, I love you? Because you get the kids to to go left and right. You get them that they've got a left foot as well as a right foot. Mm -hmm. You teach them to kick the ball with the left and the right and to run around cones and to go left and right and to go circles and to go backwards and forwards. And I said, and that's what kids are getting. They're getting mobility. They're getting agility. It's the ABCs of our sport. Agility, balance, and coordination. Yeah. And, and you're 68 years old mm. and we're, you know, this is the first time that we've spent so much time on my podcast talking about kids, but 
you know, it's a, it's such a great mission to start them early because then the idea is they continue yes. throughout their lives. And then the mobility issues that a lot of older people face, these kids may not have to face them. Right. You know, they may get to live a more mobile life. They may reduce medications that they're on when they're older or eliminate medications yeah. and things that, that the athletes that I talk to on the show, some of them have found it out a little bit later, but you're helping to create a whole generation yes. that's going to know this. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did a, a fabulous article recently, well, about, it's about five years ago now, and, and it, it says, start M young. Start them young. Start them young. Get them young. I mean, I know, I, when I first created my program, in fact, I didn't really create my program because I was in a running club growing up at 10 years old, and the run club was formed in 18, 1893. Whoa. So it was like I wasn't doing anything new. But what we forgot in schools was that um, uh, art, music, and PE were being uh, uh, dissipated. We were running, you know, kids were not being creative, spontaneous. And, uh, and so bringing back Run Club into the school, and the schools say it's very simple. We don't have to have, you know, the recess time. Let them go out. Some of my schools, actually, every 90 minutes, the teacher sends them out one rope around the school ground and back again. It takes about four minutes on average, and she's got the kids focused for another 90 minutes. And it just shows how important it is for yes. kids to get out and move. Mm. And and people have forgotten about that. Yes. You know, schools had forgotten about that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the, huge. And I, 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 say, I say to the kids, you know, your left foot is connected to your right side of your brain and the right foot is to the left side of the brain. So when you're running, you're getting smarter. <laughs> it's true, though. And they love it. Yeah. They love it. It's true. Because <laughs> they're like, is. oh, I don't have to work so hard at thinking. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very and, cool. Yeah, and kids like to go to school now. They go, they, they go and they have fun. And and uh, and I get the kids to write about their experience, to draw about their experience. And some of the letters I get are just unbelievable. And now we're we're uh, voicing over the little the drawings so that the the uh, our voiceover is reading their um, story and the and the little kids doing backflips and doing uh, jump ups and uh, jumping beans. And it's like they're <laughs> animating their own yes. their lives. Yeah, yeah, and it's lovely. Cool. You know, we we create we get these artists to create um, uh, logos and and uh, create characters, but the kids have already got a perception of what their character looks like, mm -hmm. and they don't look like anything that we draw. The, the arms are out straight, their fingers are all, their hair's all standing up and they've got one eye up and one eye down. These kids are just so creative. Yeah. And that's how kids see themselves. They don't want to have neat, tidy edges and, and fashion sense. These kids are just freedom kids. Yeah. And and the running and the, the, the sport is helping them really yes. express that. Beautiful. Beautifully creative. Yeah. How long have you been running this program? Uh, I started that uh, nearly 17, well, actually 25 years ago when I first started in New Zealand, but in California, 15 years. And California, Connecticut, Ireland, um, where else am I? Massachusetts, North and South Carolina. Yeah, wow. over half a million kids gone through the program. And then what would you say roughly would be the percentage that go on and continue to run or compete in their adult lives? Well, actually in running? 
Um, I have a lot of kids, and I know that uh, there's 60% of the kids still identify themselves as kids' marathon runners. Some of these are in soccer and uh, other sports. Uh, some of them have carried on with their running. Uh, some have, uh, have gone on to, into high school and doing cross country and loving being on a team where their, where position counts towards the championships. Um, there's been a few, like in New Zealand where the program's been going longer, we've had uh, four of kids who have made Commonwealth Games or Olympic Games teams who have identified themselves as kids marathon runners. But those, I'm wanting more of the, with the, the uh, participation of kids rather than, I'm not really developing, my, my job is not to develop uh, Olympians, it's right. to develop kids that move. Yes. And that's what I love about You want about the numbers, it. you want yes. more and more out there Participation. moving. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, it's like I thought about asking like what's, what was the greatest success story? story coming from your program but it sounds like it's not about one person no yeah no it's it's i i the the, the thrill i get most is when we start a, a pilot program in a school and then and then my three favorite words learn by doing and the kids start to get into it and then they realize that this is not a race mm -hmm. it's about having fun and going out with your friends and if you want to walk you walk but you go out and do that 60 minutes of moderate to vigorous exercise in a day and a school day and then they they will say to me the, the the schools will say to me what started off as a little pilot program with 30 or 40 kids the whole school is doing it yeah. now that to me is real success and sometimes when we get uh, some of the more able kids they will finish their 25 miles 25.2 miles inside the 10 weeks I say don't go in and do any more go back and buddy up with somebody who's only done half the miles and help them, and help them. oh yeah and it's amazing mm -hmm. how and we give them a little wristband to show that you're a buddy oh that's so great it's very cool. Do you ever hear stories about these kids that get in this program and then they start running with their parents? I love it. That is the best question. Do you know why? Because the parents, the family, will come to me and say, my, my kids got me inspired. Got me running. They got me yeah. going. You know that um, for, for uh, oh gosh, for 10 years at, the, at Los Angeles, at the Unified School District, we would have um, a final mile at Dodger Stadium. And, uh, and I could have quite comfortably had 20,000 for the day, but I was only allowed to have 10,000 because those kids brought 15,000 family members with them. Mm -hmm. And so suddenly I had 25,000 people to get into the stadium and out by lunchtime. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and, and so, and it was such a thrill to see a lot of these family. And I would, and, and AC Green, the legend, NBA mm -hmm. legend, he would be with me. And as we walked through the crowds and the people and families would come up to us and say, thank you so much because my kids have inspired me to yeah. be better. Yeah, and I asked that question because some people that I've interviewed on the show 
got into whatever sport they decided to get into because they were taking their kids to practice. You know, I, I interviewed a speed skater who was taking her kid to speed skating practice and then thought, I wanted to do that. And it became a way to bond and connect exactly. with the kids. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of parents that listen to the show and they probably spend a lot of time helping their kids get active. Yes. But then not thinking that that's for them or right. not, not being able to figure out how to make that time for themselves. Yeah. When really one of the best things you can do is actually do what your kid is doing. Yes. You know? Yes. So Well, I, I remember yeah. as, even before I was 10, before I joined the run club, my father, every night during the summer, we would go down for our swim at the uh, Tahunanui Beach uh, uh, for the family, and the neighbours would all come down. But all the, all the kids and the parents would jiggle jog. We called it a jiggle jog. Yeah. We'd run right down to the canal and back again. And then we would swim and kick balls and things like that. But that run was such an amazing thing to be able to run along stride for stride with my dad or my neighbours or my aunt or my uncle. It was yeah. just fabulous. And that's what built that love around my heart. That when I was allowed to join a run club at 10 years old, I, was, I joined it on my birthday because I wanted to be a runner. Yeah. And yeah. so what this thing that you've created came from something that started with you at 10 years old. Yes. And you getting out and becoming a runner at such a young age and getting to experience what that felt like right. and getting to experience the connection with your family. Yes. Who's also doing that. Yeah. So yeah. we've spent very little time actually talking about you, which is very <laughs> rare in these interviews. So I want to know um, a little bit about your history as a runner. And what you're doing now. Yeah, well, I, I'm going to just tell you what really inspired me is when I was, it was 10 years old, and Sir Edmund Hillary. Now, uh, most kids know who the first two people to climb Mount Everest mm -hmm. was Norgay Tenzing and Sir Edmund Hillary. And uh, he came to our school. He was a New Zealander. He came to our school, and he told us kids that Mount Everest wasn't high enough for your goals, your dreams, and your aspirations. And 12 years later, I'm at the Olympic Games, and I won an Olympic medal. And the media asked me, who inspired you to, to do? And I said, well, actually, it was Sir Edmund Hillary coming to my school. And they said, well, have you told him that? And I said, well, you don't call the Queen and you don't call Sir Edmund. <laughs> I don't have his yeah. number. <laughs> I don't have his number. And it was interesting because in the Auckland phone book, and you know, in those days we did have phone books, Yes. and you could look up and there it was, Hillary Edmund Percival, 282A, Remuera Road in Auckland, and the telephone number. I hope he you moved. Know, and, we are, you know, <laughs> yeah. in, in 1973, I went round yeah. and knocked on his door and I wanted to tell him my story. But I took my medal uh, yeah. as to support my story. Yes. And he was very uh, thrilled that I would come and tell him this. And he asked me to promise him one thing. Would I inspire the next generation? And I said I would. And here I am. I'm fulfilling that you promise. You did exactly what he asked you yes. to do. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And what are you doing now? Are you uh, still out and running? So I'm, I'm we're doing the Kids Marathon program, and I'm very involved with youth development in Los Angeles uh, towards 2028 for the Olympic Games because uh, Los Angeles has identified their mission is youth sport. Mm -hmm. And part of that youth sport is developing inner city. And I'm working very closely with the Watts Summer Games. Now, this is, goes back 50 years mm -hmm. to the riots. 
and the Watch Summer Games are part program of the USA City Games. And so what we're doing is we're getting inner city youth to get involved in sport. And through Rec and Park, we're having these summer programs and summer camp programs. And do you know the most requested sport from all the kids that I deal with, thousands and thousands of kids, is that they want to be, they want to be a ninja. Oh yeah, they love it's huge. Optical now. course. Yes. And it's about run jump. Mm-hmm. It's about climb and flips and climbing. It's play. And, it's play. And play. Yeah. And so uh, and that's why I'm here to 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 talk with the people to let's get a program going, a summer program, camp program of getting kids skilled in in the skills of obstacle course racing. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yes. I want to see that. I would yeah. love to see that. Um, so I know my time with you is a little bit mm. limited today. You are a busy dude here. Well, we think so. <laughs> I, I'm still trying to figure out what the word busy means. Right. I can be busy on the sofa. That's true. That's true. You are active. Yes. You, and I can tell you just live a very engaged, active yeah. life. Yeah. And that's that's your happy place. Yeah, I do. So I'm glad that we were able to, to get something else for you to do out here yeah, and have fabulous. you come talk to me. Um, I always ask my athletes um, for one parting piece of wisdom. Uh, and this could be, we haven't talked much about older athletes, but as an older athlete, maybe you have something to offer. Um, maybe you have something to offer to parents who have kids that need to get out and move. Um, what, what would be your number one parting piece of wisdom here? My, uh, yes, it would be the word pride. And it's spelled P-R-I-D-E. And it means personal responsibility for individual daily effort. And if we can be the best that we can be, then we're going to be able to help other people. But we've got to get ourselves full of pride before we can start to share that. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. And that Mm -hmm. can apply to anybody at any age. Yes, Yes. absolutely. So, Rod, um, how can people find out about your programs? It's uh, kidsmarathonfoundation.org. So www.kidsmarathonfoundation.org. And come in and join us because there's lots of kids giving their opinion and their thoughts. Love it. <laughs> That's got to yeah. be fun. Yeah, it is fabulous. <laughs> so, um, Rod, thank you for being on the season athlete. Um, if, if you listen today, it's, it's hard not to get caught up in your excitement. You clearly love what you do. Um, and that's that's going to help fire up the next generation of people. Yes. It's going to fire up our listeners to look into if this program is not in their schools. How can they get them in their schools? Yes. So they can go to that website yeah. to learn more about how to yeah. get programs in, in your kids' schools. Yeah. Um, so we can get your kids out running. Exactly. And then you're going to, if you're not out running with your kids, you better get out running with your kids. Exactly. I love it. I love it. You know, so, so many times people say to me, well, can we do this in the weekend? I said, no, it's done in school because the school then engage the kids and the parents can then, you know, through the PTA or whatever, volunteer to go into into help in the program. But if you get the schools doing it, that's the centre of the community and that's the power of it is that it it, uh, gets the kids inspired and gets the families involved because it's we bit like the farmer's market. It's local. And, and, and that's where the power is, in the community, in your, in your school community. And help them out and get kids moving, and they'll love you for it. 
And I think that's the best place for us to end. <laughs> so thank you, Rod, for being on the season uh, season athlete podcast and making the time for us today. And let's let's get more kids moving. Beautiful. Thank you for listening to the Seasoned Athlete Podcast. The music you heard in this episode is by the talented at pretty much everything, Jason Achilles. Learn more about him at jasonachilles.com. Do you know someone who would make a great guest on the show? Or do you have a unique and inspirational story to share? Shoot us an email, seasonedathlete at gmail.com. Check out our entire library of episodes and get to know our distinguished seasoned athlete alumni at seasonedathlete.me. And if you live in the Los Angeles area and are feeling super inspired to train like a seasoned athlete, visit rutsm.com and learn about how to train with me to help bring out the seasoned athlete in you. Now go out there and embrace your extraordinary, my fellow seasoned athletes, because you so can.